Welcome everybody to my 12 rules for life. Um, there's a, there's actually a book called 12 rules for life, which is by Jordan Peterson, but this is actually my own personal 12 rules for life. And you all might find it very interesting. So I'd stick around. So, um, where did this come from? Cause this is a very interesting, like, uh, random kind of topic. Like, why am I making an episode about 12 rules for life? So, I was actually watching a video from a channel that I, I like called Love Who. It's on YouTube called 12 Rules for Life for INTPs. And if you, have, if you haven't guessed already on this channel, I'm pretty much an INTP. Like all of my ideas are uh, pretty INTP based in a lot of ways. Like analyze yourself and all this other shit that I was talking about. So what did the dude, based on his... Uh, advice was to um write down rules for life I actually didn't intend to write 12 it just ended up happening that way <laughs> it's funny how that works sometimes in life but anyways uh, this is 12 rules for, for life by me Understand yourself and you can understand others better. So this is not necessarily an ab absolute rule to where you're like, if you understand your anger, you're going to understand other people's other people's anger. You may start understanding other people's anger, but it isn't completely going to be like an absolute rule. Like if you get angry at dishes and somebody else gets angry at the dishes, it's going to be for the exact same reason. But generally speaking, you will understand why people get angry, you will understand more about anger. In general, you will understand more about how emotions work and how emotions can take over your mind. It's a very sneaky process what emotions do. Um, become, the second rule is become more aware of your thoughts and emotions. This one's pretty simplified, but basically, in any situation, become aware of your thoughts and emotions because your thoughts and emotions even if you don't realize it are influencing you in some way especially your emotions your thoughts or emotion are influencing you but your emotions are often influencing your thoughts it's like a it's like it's like a circle where your emotions will influence your thoughts um and then your thoughts will then be influ uh will then influence your emotions and your influence will then your uh, the emotions will then influence your thoughts back again. So it kind of goes back into a goddamn circle. It's like ridiculous. Um, because your thought, your emotions and thoughts are very, very interlinked. Uh, we like to separate these two. But oftentimes they're very interlinked. It's hard to untangle them. So notice your emotions and thoughts. Um, one thing too, which I'll be talking about later in this episode is noticing uh, the implicit statement within your emotions. We'll talk about that in a minute. So the third rule is find calm moments for yourself. Now, I don't really care how you do this, as long as you don't harm anybody else or yourself by doing this. Like, uh, you know, suicide is not an option. I mean, it can be. If you really want to commit suicide, you can. But I, don't, I, I, I wouldn't recommend it because emotions come and go um 
That was not one of my rules, but it, it definitely could have been um, part of it. So find something that helps you calm down. Meditate, you know, do some kind of, I don't care what it is, just listening to music, maybe that helps you calm down. Um, you know, maybe uh, just sitting in silence for a couple of hours. That does that to me sometimes. It, it helps me calm down. <sighs> to just kind of do some... Deep breathing in silence for a little bit is like a calming force. I don't know what it is. It's a very amazing thing to me. So the fourth one is actually very, very complicated, but um, you, you can make this as simple as, and as, as, simple, as simple and as complicated as you want. But basically the rule is find times for what I call seriosity, which is just taking things seriously and times for play and make sure not to mix the two like be, be kind of strict about it like and there's here's the reason why right so the again the example i gave in this uh this note that i did was if you're talking with somebody about your finances and you're being playful about it with your speech and your words that might not be helpful because the other person might think that inappropriate and you might actually want to take that very seriously that's what i mean by uh, have those strict boundaries between those two. But at the same time, you can play with certain things where, like if it's not like going to threaten your life to be playful in this way, you know, you could do that more. You know, this isn't a rule where you should take everything seriously or take things more seriously, but when you do have things you need to take seriously, you better take them very fucking seriously. Like, I'm not talking about, talking about being neurotic about it and being going, oh, no, but take them seriously uh, and don't get distracted by the, the white noise that's all around you. White noise being like the the conversations and the dramas about like, oh, this person did this today or this person did that. You know, become very aware of this thing that you're trying to take serious and, and study it and think about it and talk about it with those who it affects, and make a decision seriously. And then when it comes time to play, play. Um, you know, there's a saying that says, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Um, I would add to that saying that all work and... Um, uh, how would I put this? Some work and some play can make Jack a very foolish boy if he plays in the wrong moments and, and works at the wrong moments. <laughs> that was what that would be. That would, that would be what I would add to that such statement. So, so the fifth rule is to remember. This is a actually like a really hard one that I've dealt with, dealt with myself. So the fifth fifth rule is to remember to stay busy. Uh, this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to make your life a rush and a hectic uh, mess. This basically means there's a saying. There's a saying that relates to this that I really like. I think it was Benjamin Franklin that said it, but I'm not sure. Anyways, the saying was uh, it's actually somebody else that I knew who said it. So the saying was an idle mind creates a devil's workshop. The saying was basically the idea behind the saying is like if you have too much time on your hands. The example I gave was like if you ruminate too long, you could find yourself in a in a, in a uh, um, about some depression because you're not 
putting activities for yourself. And they don't have to be physical activities. They, they don't have to be things like running or going out every blur. They can be mental activities. And I prefer you do certain mental activities just as much as physical ones in some ways. You know, everybody focuses on the physical ones. Like, you got to exercise. You got to do all these physical things. But the mental ones can be just as important. Um, you know, things like contemplate. Contemplate your life. Contemplate where you're going with your life. Uh, and uh, things like this. I want to make deeper episodes on this. I'm probably going to do more principles like this. Because it, it really didn't take very long. It actually had a, a bunch of good ideas. So, anyways... So the sixth one is take time for yourself. So this does not mean, by the way, that what I mean is like you sit on the couch and binge watch um, Netflix for three hours. Now, you can do that if you want, but I'd recommend you not do that for various reasons. Now, this is not about moralizing or shoulds or shouldn'ts. This is about uh, what happens when you do this. You become less aware you start feeding your addiction to whatever the show is. You become addicted to Netflix. You become addicted to the internet. You become addicted to whatever it is that you're watching and that you're doing. And you're not focused on things that are actually important to you. And this is something that I haven't talked about. But this is actually something that I've, I've thought about and making an episode about. But if you have a purpose in life... 99% of the time that you're awake should be focused, uh, should be dedicated to your to your purpose. If not 99%, then at least 90 to 80% of your life should be dedicated to your purpose. Because, uh, so what I mean by this is like, when you wake up, why do you wake up? Your purpose. When you br brush your teeth, why do you break, brush your teeth? Your purpose. Why, why would brushing your teeth have to do with your purpose? Well, maybe you have to go to work. Maybe that makes you feel better. You know, why do you meditate? You meditate for your purpose. It helps you calm yourself down. Things like this. That's what I'm talking about. Like being absolutely rigid in a sense with your purpose in such a way that like your purpose becomes your life. And this is something that I've had to struggle with because um, this is one thing that actually he was talking about in this video for the, uh, about the 12 rules for life for INTPs is like, INTVs can fall into this uh, this rut of like apathy because of the natural state of the mind of an I of the body in particular of an INF an INTP and so if you fall into similar states I would recommend not doing that as much as possible because it, it's not helpful but that doesn't mean to be neurotic about it and and to constantly rush around and because that that makes you less aware it makes you less focused. And so you could do all the things that you want to do in a slower way um, and still get a bunch of things done. And in fact, one thing I recommend too, and this isn't one of the 13, uh, 12 rules, it should have been, but is to slow down with everything that you do. Because this is something that I've had a lot of uh, struggle with as well. Scro slowing down helps you become more conscious and aware of what you're doing. So, seventh one sounds like it might contradict the fifth one, but it doesn't. Seventh one is simplify your life. So, this doesn't mean that you don't do anything. What it means, in simple, is 
most people are focused on all these dramas in their life. Like they're focused on their friendships or focused on drinking and bars or they're focused on all these things that don't really serve them, especially that they don't serve their purpose. Um, and so they do all these things. And if you don't have a real life purpose, there's, there's really ways of dealing with that. And I want to make an episode about how to find that because it's really important. People need to know how to find their life purpose. I mean, it's something that's honestly like if you're not trying to um, find or not trying to actively engage in your life purpose right now, you're honestly wasting your time. It's, it's, it's just the fact. Uh, you're wasting your time. You're spending hours just talking to your friends. Like, I'm not against talking to your friends, but if a lot of that is trauma, and a lot of that is just like, hey, how are you doing today? Is this, how's the weather? No, that's not going to help you. That's not going to make you more aware. It's not going to make you more conscious of what's happening. It's not going to help you become wiser. It's not going to help you become stronger. And especially if you're talking gossip and drama. Like, oh, this person, I can't believe that, you know, um, like the, what was the thing that they were talking about with the Oscars? Like Will Smith was smacking Chris Rock. I mean, people were talking about that for days. And it's so dumb. It's like, what are you people doing? You know, there's there's two things people do in life. Basically two things. The first thing is they kind of go throughout their day unconsciously just talking about their dramas, talking about their problems, complaining, playing the victim. Um, and the second thing is being conscious with their life, doing things consciously, uh, seeing things more in a more conscious way and uh, becoming wiser and stronger as, as a result. This is a very important problem. Uh, an important note that I want to make more episodes on because this is something that I know a lot of people are engaged in. And I've done this myself in the past. I haven't done this in a while, but I mean, I know m myself that I have done this, but compared to the way I used to do it, I definitely do it a lot less. That's one thing to, too that you should uh, not do is compare yourself to others. Uh, it's kind of like a sub rule to all these other rules, especially rule eight. Rule eight is stop all of the things that aren't serving you. So simplify your life. Um, so you, you get sim simplify your life and stop doing the si things that serve you are very much similar <laughs> in this way. Um, but when I mean simplify your life, you know, there's basically eight what you should focus on are eight or nine things. You know, your purpose, you know, things like this. Like, things that are important. You know, if you're talking <coughs> about rabbit holes, about dramas, and about all these political things that people talk about now, you're you're not going anywhere with your life. It's just, you're just pissing your life away. I'm sorry, but you are. It's not, it's not, a, it's not me like trying to insult you because I've done this. My, I know exactly what this feels like and does. It pisses your life away and it pisses away your ability to know more and become more aware and become more wise as a person. Um, this is something I'm, ha I'm still a little bit dealing with. So this is not me saying from like some high pedestal going, oh, yay, I'm, I'm above all of this. No, I, I still engage in some of the shit. This is me telling you that this is what I strive to be. This is what you should strive to be. 
well, not really, not really should, like, oh, you better do this, but, like, should is, and this is, you know, there are a lot of benefits in doing this. Like, if you do these kinds of things, it will help you become more focused. Like, like a lot of our lives are spent on distractions, like smartphones and internets, and I'll be talking about that in the next couple of rules. And it, it makes us distracted. You know, there's a, there's an article that I read that was basically making the, the, the argument, the point, which I definitely agree with, that says that internet uh, gives us ADHD-like symptoms, which means you're less focused, you're probably going to be more stressed because you're less focused, and you're always checking your smartphones, you're probably always getting messages from people saying, hey, you want to do this? Hey, how's the weather? Hey, you know, all this other bullshit. It's making you less stressed, less aware, less focused, or more stressed, less aware, less focused, uh, more scattered. And that's, that's not helping you at all. So the ninth rule is to exercise. Do something with your body. I don't get the, I don't give a fuck what it is. It doesn't have to be anything like super complicated, like, a lot of people want to sit there and buy treadmills and all this other shit. I don't really care about that. Like, I run in place. I don't really sit there and play with all these different contraptions and devices. I just kind of run in place. Or I just... I do... One thing I also do is a, a plank, which is a yoga pose, which I might actually do an episode on. If, if anybody wants me to do an episode on that, I will do that because it's actually a really useful pose. It helps you to strengthen your core. Um, and yeah, ninth one is exercise because it actually helps you to gain more energy. It, it sounds contradictory, I know, but it's true. So the tenth one it goes back to what I was saying before. In the eighth rule, limit your internet usage. Helps you become late, uh, keep, keeps you uh, out of rabbit holes and drama. Helps you become calmer, less stressed, more focused, more aware, more conscious, more spiritual even. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I've noticed that the less that I'm on the internet... Like, if I'm on the internet, I'm doing, I'm doing so consciously right now. Like, I've been doing that for the past couple of days, especially because I, I've fallen into that trap of just falling down these fucking rabbit holes. Like, oh, you know... Putin is in, is is invading Ukraine. It's like, yeah, that's that might be important, but like, do you have to spend hours looking at videos and, and uh, articles about that? Is it really that important to you? Uh, is that really helping you, is it just, or is it just making you more stressed and less able to deal with life in a more functional kind of way? So um, limit your internet usage. Like I said, it's not about like completely eliminating anything, like. If anybody tells you to completely eliminate your friends or your relationships or anything like this, I don't recommend doing that. I mean, you can if you want, but my my uh, thing is is minimalism. There's actually a video from actualized.org called Lifestyle Minimalism that goes into a lot of this shit that I'm talking about here. Very important video, which I will be probably sharing in the description if I remember, which is... Uh, not necessarily a guarantee, but so so the eleventh one is understand others as much as possible. Kind of goes back to the first rule, but uh, the reason why I made this a separate rule is because you can't just 
I mean, you can to a certain extent if you do it right, but you can't just um, use your thoughts and emotions to help to try and understand others. You can do this with, with certain things, but you won't be able to do it in every single instance. And so that's why I made this rule is to help you to realize that you, you have to sometimes go beyond just your thoughts and emotions and, and deconstructing them to actually seeing with your own mind and your own words and their words as well and their mind what's really going on in their heads uh because this helps you to because understanding leads to acceptance especially if it's very deep understanding i want to make an episode about this because actually this is a very interesting uh topic because it kind of relates to telepathy in a lot of ways but um that's a deeper topic for another episode. So the twelfth one is is that it's a very complicated episode and should be in its own uh, series of sorts because it's there's so much going on there. But the twelfth rule is basically to become aware of your own emotions and thoughts and deconstruct them. So one way I like that that you can use to do this is uh, there's a three step technique and you can write this down or you can just use it in your own head i I usually just use it in my own head because it's a little bit easier that way the technique is uh emotions thoughts implicit statements or you could say thoughts emotions implicit statement doesn't really matter um so for instance the emotion is anger and the thought is this person isn't doing the dishes how annoying or whatever and the implicit statement is this person should be doing the dishes like twice a week or whatever. I like giving that example because it's probably a pretty common example for people like, oh, yeah, this person doesn't do the dishes and all this kind of stuff. There's other ways of deconstructing. Um, you know, one way is to it, it, it's a this is a bit harder for people if they're not as advanced. I think I, I honestly uh, give, give give my audience more credit than the actualized does. Because I know that most of the people who listen to me, listen to me constantly. Like, usually I have, like, two or three views, five or six views, like, on a daily, constant basis with the episodes that I do. When they come out daily, especially. Um, and so I'm I'm figuring that most of those people are already those who watch anyways, so are more advanced as far as this goes. And so I give you credit when, when, when I say that you can probably do this one. So basically what it involves is kind of deconstructing your dualities. Um, there's a video, there's a three-part series, which honestly is really too long. I want to make an episode deconstructing dualities for you that's not 10 hours long, but by actualize.org uh, called Understanding Dualities. There's like a, the first one's like the 20, 250 master list of dualities, which is actually probably really the most... Uh, list on in some ways the most practical at least at first to help, kind of help you get started and then after a while you can go to like part two and three but basically what it involves is kind of like like if you have the these um these uh dualities like good or bad you can look at like why this thing is bad or good like why it would be, why would, you know, you might think, for instance, like that not doing the dishes is a 
bad thing, for instance. So why would that be seen as good? Um, you know, maybe the other person saw saw it as good because they didn't think about it. They were like, "Oh, I this feels good, not cleaning." You know, it, it doesn't mean there's a right, but it just means that you have to go beyond your current perspective to uh, deal with what's being what's happening. That's a bit more advanced, a little bit, a little bit more complicated to do, but it is worth it to do because it helps you to uh, kind of go beyond your perspective into a multi-perspective, perspectival perspective. You kind of become more better on things. Uh, something I'm doing a lot more of lately. So anyways, I hope you enjoyed this one. Hopefully I made it a bit shorter than a lot of my other ones. So this is the specifist and I will talk to you in the next episode. So for some reason, YouTube is being stupid right now. So, um, if you want to find it, just that the, the video on lifestyle minimalism, just search lifestyle minimalism, renouncing your busy, stupid life or whatever. Um, but basically I covered it to, to a certain extent. So, but anyways, I talked to him in the next episode.